Welcome to The Home Medic. You're listening to the series on the electrical system in your home. And welcome back to The Home Medic, where this time around, instead of helping you keep your money in your wallet and your family out of the hospital, we're going to help you avoid having your house burned down. Oh, that is so important. Heidi Hansen, the lovely and talented as always, it's fun to have you here. <laughs> oh, it's great to be here. Have you ever had your house burned down? No. I've had a ceiling fan, though, that keeps flipping off, and I'm wondering if that's going to be a fire hazard, if there's a short up there. Quite often when you're doing those ceiling fans, as you're finishing the job, you're twisting the fan itself, and you can be twisting wire, and you could very easily have a short. Oh, is that what does that? <laughs> that's a good way to have your house burned down. Okay, so I better you, do something about that then. You, you have a house, you have wiring in it. Do, would you like your house to burn down? I had some neighbors that had a house burned down and it was caused by a ceiling fan. And we were helping with just the cleanup. They had taken small appliances around to the neighbors to be cleaned up. And I took on maybe just two or three little things like a crock pot. It was incredible. Just even bringing that item in my home brought a stench into my kitchen that you cannot believe. And I, when I thought to myself, this is only three items of hundreds of thousands of items in that house. I mean, I just can't even imagine the destruction or the trouble that would be. Oh, that's brutal. So you were able to actually clean those as opposed to just having them replace all that stuff. I guess we were helping clean some things, yeah. But from that, that was just the smoke damage. Yeah. They weren't burned up, but the smoke damage itself was just beyond belief. So, yeah, going back to the $10 fix, $10,000 fix thing, again, that's more of a half million dollar fix. Oh, yeah. I between mean, the house and all the stuff in there with the smoke damage. And thousands of hours. I mean, the things hadn't burned up, but thousands yeah. of hours would go into try to cleaning it up. It'd be so impossible. We're going to talk about how to avoid all of the above. And obviously, self-installed ceiling fans are one potential source of that. Right. The condo that I was inspecting the other day had aluminum wiring. And we talked about this in one of the other segments under the electrical category. So it was in your breaker box. Yeah. Conversation. Yeah. If you've got aluminum wiring anyway in your home, you can see it most easily in the breaker box. But if they are running aluminum wiring to your circuits, that's usually a problem. In more recent times, they've actually got a newer variety of aluminum that is allowed. But if the home was installed, if it was constructed in the 70s or thereabouts, quite often you can have an aluminum wiring. I have seen homes burn or try to burn because they had an overloaded aluminum circuit. Really? If you got that sort of thing going, immediately you're going to want to call an electrician that you trust and have him. Uh, there are some options. You can make sure that the aluminum is not overloaded or you can just replace the aluminum. And again, it's going to be on a case-by-case -case basis. Good to know. So uh, another way, you can basically cause a house fire by overloading any circuit, whether it is aluminum or not. Quite often I will see homes that were built maybe in the 1920s, 30s, 40s, and back then electricity was considered to be an interesting but not necessarily useful invention. Really? Yeah. So they would put in maybe one plug maybe in the bedrooms and maybe one or two plugs in the family room and kitchen area. 
And that was great in 1940 because nobody knew what to do with the electrical anyway. <laughs> As times change, and now you've got blow dryers, you've got toaster ovens, you've got microwaves, and you've got all these other items that are higher demand items, you're plugging those into a 1945 system. Yeah, now we've got problems. I see. Especially when we start daisy chaining, you're plugging all these items in via a surge protector, and then that's still not enough, so you run another surge strip, and now you've got a very dangerous situation. The breaker itself is old. It may or may not be reliable, and that's a good way to burn the house down. Ooh, and that is so much hassle. Who wants that, right? Yeah. Then you got to have your neighbors clean your stuff for you. Yeah. Garages, even in the newer homes... As I'm doing inspections, I will often see a garage with one and only one electrical plug out there. That can be a problem because if you're me, for example, you've got maybe a freezer out there, maybe you've got a number of tools, maybe you do a little bit of woodworking, maybe you've got batteries that need to get charged. Right. And again, if you're daisy chaining all these items off of one electrical plug, that's a problem. One outlet is never enough. Never enough. Never. And furthermore, if you've got a GFI plug, and we talked about those in the previous segment, if you've got only a GFI plug out in your garage and you plug a freezer into that, yeah. first time it pops, you've lost everything in the freezer. Yeah, I think we talked about that in another segment too. Yeah, have your heads up on that one. Just make sure you know how many electrical plugs you've got, what the demand is. If the only thing that you do in your garage is park cars, then you're great. Yeah. yeah you don't need to go much further. Splicing electrical wires is a common practice. Quite often I will see, again, mostly in the older homes, but not always. Sometimes you'll have a newer home where maybe there was a basement that went unfinished, and Joe Homeowner decided to run a new electrical line from maybe the upstairs bedroom to the downstairs family room. Well, the upstairs bedroom was already fully loaded, and so as he loads up this electrical leg with the downstairs family room, now you're overloaded and we've got more issues. Quite often what I'll see, again, in homes that were built in the early 1900s, you'll have what is called knob and tube wiring. Mm, tell us about that. The newer stuff is you're going to have hot and ground and neutral. Those three wires all run inside one line, and that's called Romex. Okay. And the knob and tube, they basically just had two lines. And that was hot and neutral, and they'd run those along you know, up in the attic and through the walls so that you could have a, a full circuit. But they were two very separate and distinct electrical lines. And that was great back in 1920. Okay. Because Granny Annie only needed, who knows what she needed. She didn't have a toaster. What I, did they plug in back then? I Anything? I have no idea. I have no idea. Maybe they used an electrical A radio. Light. Yeah, now there you go. Radio, maybe? So, and radios don't pull that much juice, and so Grandpa was great, and Granny Annie was happy, and, and then the 20s go by, and the 40s and 50s, and now all of a sudden you've got another need. Grandpa decides to do an addition on the back, and so he's going to splice in somewhere up in the attic to this knob and tube wiring. Mm. And now you've got an overloaded electrical line again. Now you can tell knob and tube because of the name. You'll actually have knobs that they will use to change the direction of those lines. Let's say that Grandpa was going north and south with his electrical lines and he needs to head east over to one of the bathrooms. Okay. So he's going to use a knob to do that. 
the tubes happen when he is going through a joist. Quite often, he'll drill a hole through the joist, and he'll put a tube in there to protect the wire from the joist, and vice versa. Right. And so you can see the knob and tube. Basically, if you've got that, it's old, it's outdated, it's unsafe, it's uncool, and you're going to want to do something about it immediately. That, for a home inspector, is also in the category of like aluminum wiring and meth and mold and radon and asbestos, those sorts of big-time issues that everybody expects a homeowner to know about and write up. Yeah, so that's something you need to deal with right now. Yeah. Uh, you can also have, even in new homes, especially if Joe Homeowner does it, you can have the wrong size wiring, and we kind of hit that a little earlier, but if you've got a big breaker with a small wire attached to it, and no an electrician's not going to do this, but Joe Homeowner might. Right. Then the breaker may not protect the wire. It might be just the other way around. You might have the wire protecting the breaker. <laughs> and then you've got the, the house that's protecting all of the above by burning down. So that's like a two-year-old protecting a... 50-year-old man or something. Exactly. I need that sort of thing from my grandkids. doesn't happen very yeah. often. I need somebody <laughs> protecting me. Another thing I want to mention here is that we've got splices in the junction box. If you have a junction that is happening, if you're running from point A to B and you're needing to go to point C and you're teeing into an existing electrical line, A, don't do it, but B, if you must do it and you know that it's okay, that splice needs to go inside a junction box. Otherwise, you can get loose connections, you can get uh, all the same sort of conditions that result in a home fire. We don't need any of the above, I don't think. No, no, no. No home fires. Okay, Heidi, you're the bomb, and you're the master of your mansion. Ooh, I've got a couple things to go take care of. Two titles, homemedicusa.com if you need a pro. If you need a realtor, if you need a remediator, if you need somebody to scrape up the ashes of what used to be your home, do you fix ceiling fans? How's that? Do you fix ceiling fan shorts? Do I fix ceiling fans? I know how. I'd do it for you. <laughs> Somebody calls me from Orlando, I might not do it. <laughs> yeah. All right. And last of all, of course, be you because everybody else is taken. <laughs> <laughs>